2: My man, Damon Cotton, he's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm in the home studio. And Damon, I'll have to tell the story at some point in the show today. I cheated on Cadillac today. I cheated on Cadillac. I'm going to leave it at that because we have a very patient Peter Bukowski waiting for us. But I cheated on Cadillac, not the dealership because you know I love Finley Cadillac and I definitely love the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. But I just cheated on Cadillac today. So I'm going to leave it at that. We'll get to that conversation at some point in the show. Uh, But we do want to bring on Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers to talk all things Aaron Rodgers. Before we bring him on, though, I do want to play this sound. If you're just tuning in, Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's weekly guest. He's been on for the longest. This happened a couple days ago, and he was talking about, he was asked how good he could be, if he could be good. So this is the sound, and then we'll jump right into a conversation with Peter Bukowski. Here's Aaron Rodgers from the Pat McAfee Show just a couple days ago.
3: Do I still think I can play? Of course. Of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah. The highest I like think I can win MVP again. The right situation, um, right situation. Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, but I don't think you should shut down any you know opportunity. Like I said during the season, it's got to be you know both uh, both sides uh, you know like actually wanting you know to work together moving forward. And uh, I think there's you know more conversations to be had.
2: All right, so joining us now on the phone lines, as promised, is my good friend Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers. And, Peter, you heard what Aaron Rodgers had to say on McAfee. He could play at a high level still. He could win an MVP in the right situation. Is that Green Bay or somewhere else? He doesn't know. So I ask you, does this yearly saga with Rodgers,
1: does it ever get old to you?
2: <laughs> well as someone
1: who gets paid to talk about it for a living like no because <laughs> he just gets to he just gets to program my show constantly and people are like you know all, all you want to talk about is aaron rogers like excuse me he's talking if he's talking i have to be listening this that's like part of the deal and, and i just think it's so funny that in, in an interview where you know i think pat mcafee was trying to get some information about what is the future? What, how is this decision going to be made about is Aaron Rodgers going to be back? Is he going to retire? Is he going to want to be traded? But the biggest thing that came out of it, the big drama talking point was Rodgers being asked about, can you still play at a high level? And, and him framing it as, well, I can still win MVP. And people like Sean O'Hara, former New York Giant, or Rob Gronkowski, former New England Patriots saying, well, why is he talking about MVP? Shouldn't he be talking about Super Bowls? Right and like that's the thing that is is the the nugget out of this when really what everyone is trying to figure out is Is he going to be back next year? What's the situation
2: there? Yeah, it's wild, you know, and that's one of the many things I had to take away when I I was listening to that McAfee interview, including his words that he had to say about Jordan Love. And I'm like, man, uh, Jordan Love has got to be like, man, how did I even get in this situation? (laughs) How did I even get thrown into the mix, you know, asking or talking about if they feel like Jordan is the way to go, then maybe that's the way that they should go. But, uh, you know, let me ask you, I mean, he's under contract. Green Bay gave him a hell of a deal, as a matter of fact. Do you anticipate seeing him under center, or do you think that Jordan Love might be the guy in 2023?
1: I mean, I think there's a very real scenario where the Packers and Aaron Rodgers m- mutually decide that it's time to move on. I think, th- I think that's, that's possible. Um, I, think, I think the Packers would like Aaron Rodgers to be back under certain circumstances, and I think Aaron Rodgers would like to be back under certain circumstances. I don't know that those circumstances align, and so then that that brings us to this inflection point of, okay, if those don't align, how do you how do you thread the needle? How do you, um, you know, go get past the impasse, as it were? And so I, I don't know. I mean, I think um, there there is a situation that I can envision where Aaron Rodgers says, okay, well, if you don't if you don't want me back under the situation where I feel most comfortable, then I think the best thing for me is. For you to trade, him. and we saw Nathaniel Hackett, for example, interviewing in New York. That's been a popular trade destination <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers. Nathaniel Hackett is a coach Aaron Rodgers loves. Robert Sala is a coach that um, Aaron Rodgers respects greatly, and they would be running a system that Rodgers knows and would get to mold and shape. And it's a, it's a team that does look like it's a quarterback away from competing. he get to throw to Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and and run it with Brees Hall. And that team beat the daylights out of Green Bay in Lambeau this season. That's fresh in Roger's mind. Would that be an appealing locale? He could go play, I don't know, in in the desert somewhere with a former All-Pro receiver that he <laughs> used to share the field with in Green Bay with a coach that um, he, he wanted, at least on some level, in Green Bay when Mike McCarthy was fired. That could be an appealing situation. He would look... Pretty good in in silver and black, I think so. I I don't like there. I think there are good options for him out there. And that's what really makes this interesting Q is like, it's not like it's he'd have to go play in Houston or Carolina. No, he could go play for a team right now and feel like I can compete for a Super Bowl today.
2: Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. You know what's crazy is that you said Nathaniel Hackett, and I, I was just talking about him interviewing with the Jets, and I was like, man, if I was him, I'd sit out. But I forgot, man, he's like the golden ticket when it comes to Rodgers, right? I mean, if, if you bring in Nathaniel Hackett, you feel like you have a, a beeline to, to Aaron Rodgers. He, he, I think, gets more love, Peter, than Brian Windhorse does for riding LeBron's coattails all the way to the top. You know what I mean? Like, he's the new Brian Windhorst, Nathaniel Hackett
1: i solved the mystery <laughs> you, you you can't see me right now but i'm doing the brian windhorse fingers Something's <laughs> happening. what's happening um I, th- what's what's funny to me too is we just saw this right we the denver you will never be able to convince me that the the hiring of nathaniel hackett who i think deserved the head coaching job on its merits he's a well-respected coach in the league and got interviews the, the year before he got went to denver Got some head coaching opportunities after 2020. You'll never convince me. Denver hired Nathaniel Hackett and the main driver of that hire was anything but trying to convince Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver. And I said this on Twitter queue. Yeah. A couple a couple million between friends, you know, a coaching contract like not, Nathaniel Hackett is not getting Sean Payton money. He didn't get 25 million a year. Right. So, like let's say it's 3 years 30. That's still a really nice amount of money for you or me. Right. I won't speak for you. That's a nice amount of money for me. No, brother. That's a and, lot of money for me,
2: too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, but if you're the Walmart family, right. Or, you know, you're some of these billionaire owners, that's a drop in the bucket. And if it means you could have Aaron Rodgers come to your team and you're increasing your chances 30, 40%, like that's probably a pretty good return on your investment. Aaron Rodgers, for whatever. Shortcomings he has on and off the field at this point in his career, he will sell jerseys. If he goes to New York, there will be just just picture this picture this scene for a second. Twelve is retired in New York for Mm, Joe Namath. Yep. Imagine a public ceremony where Joe Namath bequeaths the number twelve back to Aaron Rodgers and says, "You can wear twelve in New York for as long as you play." And then it's going back to being retired. What a story. Yeah. What a scene. And how many number 12 jerseys with white and green would they sell in New York to be at those games? It would be worth whatever money you're paying, especially as an OC, you're paying Nathaniel Hackett for a 30 or 40 percent better chance of him wanting to come to your city. It's absolutely worth it. And I don't know why, why more owners, frankly, don't use their coaches as bargaining chips and as leverage because you can pay these, there's no salary cap, right. You can pay them, whatever you can pay Sean Payton. Like you just saw it in Las Vegas. Sean Gruden got Texas with a dollar sign to go be the coach right. of the Raiders. Like you, you can do whatever. So why not? If you think it's going to, you know, get it, get a better chance. Like, Hey, Jalen Brunson's a New York Nick in part because they hired his dad. His dad works for that team. Like right. we see this happen in pro sports. This is not a, this is not a, a a new concept. Cronyism and nepotism is alive and well in our universe. It really is. And now
2: you got the wheels turning in my head, man. That's And that's why we have you on the show. Again, Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, joining us and also planting some seeds in my brain here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So last year we did the song and dance. Me and you had this conversation about Devontae Adams. I thought it was dead. Well, we all know he's here in Las Vegas now. We're going to have Michael Janetti from Spotrack.com on tomorrow's show to kind of break down the financials and contracts. But it in your mind
1: from your understanding can the contract that Rodgers has is that tradable it is and in fact if you if you look at the contract it's it's I, i'm not going to bore your listeners with like the accounting of it all right. but 40 million in dead cap this year if the packers trade him the reason it it goes up next offseason if the packers keep Aaron Rodgers They have to keep him by triggering an option bonus that's almost 60 million, but you get to spread it out because it's a bonus, right? Right, right. And so his cap hit for the Packers this year, if he's on the team, is 31. It's 40 if you trade him. But if you keep him and then try and trade him next offseason, it's 70 plus million in dead cap because of this option bonus. If you trade Aaron Rodgers, the team who gets him is getting a a crazy friendly cap situation. I think it's something like 15 million on the cap for a team that trades him. Like the idea that you're not going to get premium draft capital for Aaron Rodgers when it's only going to cost that team $15 million or whatever is cuckoo bananas crazy. Like it is, if Aaron Rodgers hits the market, he will get an absolute haul. So it's, it's tradable for a team that wants to acquire him a and B it, it actually makes financial sense for the Packers to trade him now. Even if $40 million is a huge cap, hit, it is dead cap. You're accelerating it all on this dead cap this year, whereas next year it is much more punitive if he retires or you have to trade him, so it actually makes sense. And guess what? A quarterback on a team that he was with his whole career just ate $40 million in dead cap to deal him. The Falcons just did this with Matt Ryan, and they got less for him than the Packers will get for Aaron Rodgers if they decide to trade him. So, yes, it is a contract that is workable on the Packers' end, and it is a big yes that it is a contract that is workable for a team acquiring him. That money is – is incredible for whatever team acquires him.
2: Well, now you continue to open up cans of worms for me. I mean, you got me thinking he's going to the Jets. Now you're thinking, you got me thinking he can go pretty much anywhere in the league as long as, uh, you know, a team really wants him and, uh, you know, has some pieces that he would like. And, of course, it brings me back to the Raiders, who he has, Devontae Adams, here in Las Vegas. So let me ask you this. What, in your mind, do you think is realistic uh, draft capital that that the Packers would be looking for in return?
1: Well, let's start with, with with what is it? Number seven?
2: Yeah, number seven.
1: I, I, mean, I, I asked some media friends of mine, like s- number seven for Rogers, straight up. Like, who says no? And I think I think the Packers would ask for more than that. Like, how about number seven and Darren Waller? The Packers have been trying to trade for Darren Waller for like three years, and like that's a deal that I think the Packers would do. It's a deal that I personally would do, and if I'm the Raiders, I would do it. Like the chance to to get those two guys together. Again, with Josh McDaniels, and and I, I feel like it bears repeating, Q, when the Packers were in a search for a new head coach when Mike McCarthy was fired, McDaniels was one of the guys Rodgers was really interested in having come to the team. And he made it to the second interview round, but was never really seriously considered by the Packers. I think Rodgers was probably a little miffed by that. Um I think he would relish the opportunity to go play for Josh McDaniels, a guy who helped Tom Brady win all those Super Bowls. Remember, this is the quarterback that Tom Brady once told, um, I can't remember if he was a teammate or a coach, that if he played, if Rodgers played in the Patriots system, he would throw for 7,000 yards. Now, that's probably not going—not not actually what would happen, right. but with Devontae Adams, with the weapons that that team has, um, and Josh McDaniels as head coach, like if you're Rodgers, that's a really attractive situation and if he does come to the team and say i think that the best thing for for everyone is for me to be traded like the pack was already clearly have a working relationship with the raiders it was reportedly close that waller was going to be included in that package originally and even on a new contract it's not prohibitive for that to be a part of it like number seven waller for rogers let's let's call it in the league right now q i'm ready to do it
2: Wow, wow, wow. Well, now you got Raider Nation all hot and bothered, and now you really got me thinking, like, if this is a realistic, odd thing. Because I'll tell you, I actually brought you on because I thought that you were basically going to let it be known that, no, this isn't realistic. There's not really a good chance. Because I didn't think that there was a realistic chance. And now you really got me thinking that, well, (laughs) you know, maybe there's a chance. And look, last year, last summer, we were talking about this same thing with Devontae Adams, and I didn't think that that was going to happen. And, well... Here you go. He's, he's here now. So, uh, just got a couple more questions for you. How about, how about Derek Carr?
1: Is there any interest in Green Bay with Derek Carr or are more comfortable with Jordan Love? That's, I, I think you will find varying answers on that from Packer fans. Um, I think the Packers organization, if, if the trade is going to happen, um, it's going to be because they're ready to go to, to Jordan Love. Okay. And that's the, that's, I think last year you wouldn't have felt as comfortable. Like there were some discussions. Like, why didn't the Packers just send Aaron Rodgers in that, in that Devontae Adams deal and then you get Derek Carr back, and then, you, you, then Love can take over in a year? I think now the team is at a different point in their relationship to Jordan Love. I think they, they saw the Eagles. They saw a preseason where he seemed to make pretty significant strides, and then he gets in in that Eagles game and looks really sharp. Yeah, In fact, I think looks better in the short period of time that we saw him um, than, than Aaron Rodgers had in that game, coincidentally. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think if Jordan love would be that guy, but well, I know we just, we were talking about the jets. If let's just say the Raiders were to make a trade, um, then I think Derek Carr suddenly becomes the, t- the top of like the jets call list. Yeah. Like come get, come, come get this guy. And I think that would be great for the league. I think having those guys move around, I think, um, would be great. The AFC is already a bloodbath. Like let's, let's make this, let's make this happen. Like, let's really, <laughs> let's really get this thing cranked up. Right. Crank it up. Why not?
2: Fire it up. My old man, my old buddy Doug would say, fire it up. Get it all fired up. So final question for you, Peter. How long do you think that this thing is going to drag out? Because we know Aaron Rodgers has never been in a hurry to make decisions.
1: No, he already told Pat McAfee that he's going to be on the show next week and will not have decided by next week. (laughs) Um, What's interesting, though, is, as you know, there is a timeline on the Derek Carr situation, right? Yep. They need to have that resolved. Um, around the Super Bowl. Yep. And so, if they're, I, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't think they're going to get anyone that's going to trade for him because every team in the league knows. Well, they have to cut him if they, right, if if we're not going to give them anything for him. So maybe it ends up like the Mario Cooper, where someone, you know, gives them a fifth round pick or something just to secure his rights. It's going to have to. It, it's a complicated situation. I, I think that, that once he's released, then that that. Provides a lot of um, drama. What is also interesting here, Q, is Tom Brady is out there. Yep. right? So I if, know. let's say the Cowboys win this weekend. Doesn't Tom Brady vault to the top of the 49ers list? Could Tom Brady suddenly be at the top of the Raiders list? Because then you don't have to give up anything. Right. Maybe then it's just let's just sign Tom Brady outright. But you might have to make a decision on an Aaron Rodgers trade before you have the opportunity. She signed Tom Brady because Tom Brady is a free agent. So you have to wait until the new league year starts. You wouldn't have to wait until the new league year to trade for Aaron Rodgers. So that means there's a lot of dominoes that have to fall here. Aaron Rodgers has no incentive to play ball with, let's say, the Raiders, for example, or the Packers or anyone. But he does have an incentive that if he wants to be traded or if the Packers want to trade him, they have an incentive to do it before the new league year, before Tom Brady becomes available because you create that scarcity because Tom Brady, not an option. Aaron Rodgers is an option, but you got to pay. So I think we'll see it before the new league year. Certainly we'll have a decision. Remember last year it was around um, when the new league year was getting ready to get started like late February. Yep. Um, I think that's when that's about the same time that we'll see it. Aaron Rodgers always says, I'm not going to drag this out. And then he drags it out. So
2: here we are. Right, exactly. And it's so funny to me, Peter. And you know, you've been covering a league for a long time. So funny how so many things could happen before the new league year starts, even though nothing can actually happen before the new league year starts. But right. everything happens before the new league year starts. It's so funny the way that this thing works. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, Peter, you got me intrigued. You got Raider Nation intrigued. You got them fired up. The phone lines are blowing up right now. The text line, Twitter's blowing up. Boy, oh boy, it's going to be a fun rest of the show. So what do you got coming out on Locked On Packers? I know you're covering them like a glove, man. What do you got coming out so uh,
1: Raider Nation can maybe do a little bit more digging? Well, we, we did just talk about the Aaron Rodgers drama, the, all of the good drama on the show um, today. So uh, a, a, lot to, a lot to look forward to there. And then it, it, we, I have a, a newsletter, The Leap. Um, me and my, my co-founder, Jason Hershorn, Jason just wrote a big piece about why he doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded. So if you want the case against the case that I just made, nice. um, Jason put together the most comprehensive um, argument that I have seen out there for why the Packers are going to keep Aaron Rodgers. That's theleap.substack.com. Check it out.
2: Yeah, going to do that right now. Uh, going to make sure that we send them folks to do that. And uh, I know you guys are doing fantastic work. Uh, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. It's always great to catch up with you. Uh, are you going to be in Arizona for the Super Bowl? I know you were in L.A. last year. I'll see you there, Q. Nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. We'll definitely have good times, but I'll make sure to take my backpack back to the room before we go have dinner because we all know last year my backpack got stolen. So uh, <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Peter, thanks so much, my man.
1: Anytime. Hold on to your backpack, Q.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I will. Definitely got to hold on to my backpack because Jared might be around. And you know if he's around, he likes to be the black guy with the tan jacket, and he'll be the guy that steals my backpack. But uh, great stuff right there from Peter. I was going to have cover three coming up in a matter of minutes, but I think that I need to f- open up the phone lines. I see that they're lighting up. I see Twitter. I see the don'tbebroke.com text line is blowing up at 69187, keyword R&R. Now that you heard what Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, had to say, would you have an interest in Aaron Rodgers if the Raiders could make it work financially? Peter just laid out a way that they could make it work financially for the Packers and the Raiders. So if so, what would you be willing to give up for them if you have interest? Let us know about it, Raider Nation. This It's Raider Nation Radio, 920.
1: It's unnecessary roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio.
2: All the roughness may be very necessary after talking to Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, talking all things Aaron Rodgers. That was a fantastic conversation that we just had. Wow. That was good. I'll tell you right now, DeMond, I know we started off the show as I asked the question about Aaron Rodgers and if Raider Nation would be interested and if they would what would they be willing to give up and you were a 1000% in from the jump after talking to Peter man I don't know maybe I'm being a prisoner of the moment but he's got me he's got me lined up man he's got me ready to roll right I mean I'm I'm like the dude at the Cadillac dealership brought to you know drop the put the signature on the dotted line like let me drive this thing home right I'm I I'm, I'm I'm almost there man I'm I'm who I don't know I've been very on the fence with with who I think would be the best option for 2023 uh, for the quarterback for the Raiders. And I, I really haven't had a great answer. I know some of the, the uh, you know, the, the, the people that are available and will be available. And so, I, you know, I haven't been a big fan of really any of the ideas, but someone's got to be quarterback. But after talking to Peter, I don't know, man, he's got me almost sold on, on, uh, on, on Aaron Rodgers for 2023, maybe a little bit more. He, he, he sounded, that sounded, that sounded legit, my man.
4: And one of the things that he said that I wanted to stop, I'm just like, hey, no, the Raiders can do that too. When he was mentioning, hey, if he went to the Jets, the 12 jerseys, right. oh, they could sell him. Like, the Raiders could do the same thing. They could do the same. I don't know if it's retired, but that's a, that's a special number for Raider Nation too.
2: It is. It's just, you know? Yeah, the Raiders don't retire numbers. So there's no there's no number retired. But, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you got the snake. Obviously, you know, the last quarterback that, that rocked it and was very successful was Rich Gannon. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's Kenny Stabler all day.
4: I don't want other teams to even think that they have a shot with Aaron Rodgers now <laughs> because, you know, don't ruin this. Right. And with Brady, now for me, he's been put on the back burner where it's okay. like okay. You know, the, the romance of – I I know people think that that's more of a done deal. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll see once the league year starts, but it, that's just – he's the backup plan now.
2: Well, where it, it was let like, me throw this at you real <laughs> quick. Let me throw this at you. Uh, our friend Arash Muraz, uh, Murkazi, he tweeted out a little while ago, Win Las Vegas, the partner of the Raiders – has announced a partnership with Tom Brady and TB12. Guests can now book an appointment with the TB12 body coach for one-on-one instruction in the TB12 method, the regimen that sustained Tom Brady's champion-level play. It goes on to say, if you ever admired the exceptional play of seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady, you can now have access to his game-changing system of wellness principles only at Win Las Vegas. TB12, the revolutionary performance and recovery method pioneered by Brady and his body coach, Alex Guerrero, another uh, Brian Windhorse, has partnered with Wynn to offer sessions with TB12 body coaches exclusively in Las Vegas at the fitness center at Encore. Now, I know this is something that's been in the works for a while. It's not like it just popped up today. But just saying, just throwing it out there. But you put Brady on the back burner.
4: Yeah, I'm putting him on the back burner. Also, shout out to Alex Guerrero for never missing a check. This Ever. dude, he he, you know, he weasel. I'm not saying weaseled his way in, but he knew the right horse to hitch his wagon to, and he's <laughs> not letting it. He's not letting it go anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, this is nothing more than Alex Guerrero <laughs> getting another bag. <laughs> hey, man,
2: there's certain cats. Nathaniel Hackett. We discovered <laughs> yeah. that. We discovered that during the interview with Peter Bukowski, he's found a way to go ahead and keep that, you know, keep that dream alive for many teams. Hey, you hire me. Guess who comes with me? Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, it didn't happen in Denver. Now he's trying to sell that dream to the Jets. All right, Brian, so Brian Windhorst, he's he's uh, he's he's rode right. he's rode LeBron all the way to the top. Man, he's rode LeBron all the way to the top.
4: Oh, this is definitely the Windhorst scenario, though, where it's the why something very odd happened today. Right. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Alex Guerrero, <laughs> Tom Brady's coach. Right. Something small that no one's paying attention to.
2: Man. Win Las Vegas. You. Yep. There you go. Just throwing it out there. So, Renovation, Nation, we want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. do broke.com. Text line at 69187. Keyword R&R. From the 707, Aaron Rodgers plus fix the defense equals immediate Super Bowl contender. That's from the 707 right there. Aaron Rodgers plus fix the defense equals immediate Super Bowl contender. Spot on. Ty in Missouri said, you're right, Q, you got me fired up. The offseason won't be boring, that's for sure. No, it won't. This will not be a boring offseason. There is way too many things that are going to be happening this offseason that involve the Raiders to think that it's going to be boring. Gismo said, I think we sometimes forget that our division has Wilson, Herbert, and Mahomes. There's only a handful of quarterbacks that could compete against that. If you have an opportunity at a TB12 or Aaron Rodgers 12, you take it, whatever the cost. To me, if you want to win now, you roll the dice with the guy that is proven champion and not some developmental college prospect. Maybe that's just me.
4: I'm with them all. I'm with them 100% on that one because you it's the unknown with the college prospect. It you is. You don't know what that quarterback's going to pan out to be and in the NFL we keep saying that everybody is win now. You see and I, I mentioned him earlier in the show but Sean McVay, you get that Super Bowl now, you don't have to worry about hey the next two or three years what the fan base is going to think. You right. still got a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover of hey we'll figure it out in a couple of years. Right. But it worked out perfectly at the right time.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Mailman Raider said, all right, Q, your boy Peter sold me a first in Waller, and Rodgers only has a $15 million cap hit. That money fixes the offensive line and the defense. Yeah, I'm in. So there you go. Mailman Raiders willing to give up a first, which would be the number seven
4: overall on Darren Waller. I think that Darren Waller is getting the short end of the stick here. I think that everybody's just – he's the one piece of the team that everybody says, hey, man, looks like you're going to have to go in this. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's resigned to that fact. Well yeah, Darren's gone, right?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, look, I said it earlier in the show, you can't really keep everybody, even though you can keep as many, you know really, if you want to make it work, you can make it work. But if that were to be the the, the off, right? We had the text earlier about uh, bringing in Aaron Rodgers might cost you Josh Jacobs, Just think, just let's throw it out there for S's and giggles. If you could sign Josh Jacobs to a, a you know a couple year deal, whatever the case is, you could re-sign him. Let's just say he's in the mix. You obviously have Devontae. You have Hunter. And say you do have to give up the number seven overall pick in Darren Waller. Is offense still super explosive? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's still super explosive. Even though, I mean, missing Darren Waller is a big key. That's a big piece.
4: I mean, who, who was on the other side? I mean, Randall Cobb. He was making it work with Devontae Adams, and it didn't matter who the second receiver was.
2: I mean, that's, that's real. That's, that's the thing about it. Devontae has always been such a dynamic player in Green Bay that it really didn't matter who else was on the field. And I don't want to take anything away from Aaron Jones because he has been fantastic. He earned another check in, in Green Bay, which he got. But, he, I mean, he, he really earned that. So as long as you have that dynamic, that run game, Devontae, Hunter, I'm not saying I'm not gonna say he's Randall Cobb, but I mean he plays the same role, the slot receiver. I think you could make it work. I would like to see Waller stay, of course. But if that was like if that was the one that sealed the deal, was a seventh round pick in Waller, I might have to or not seventh round pick, a number seven overall pick in Waller, I might have to just, you know, tell Darren peace.
4: Man, they wanted him for a while though. I mean I know obviously they see something in him. I think they see more in him than Raider Nation season, Darren Waller at this point.
2: Well I think a lot of Raider Nation got mad because he was out so long. He missed so many games the last, you know, couple seasons. So I think a lot of people are soured on him. I we saw him the last two games, right? Mm-hmm. I mean he, he 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 did damn good. I mean he's a really good player. Like I said, I would love to see I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers with all those weapons. He'd probably be a kid in the candy store. You know what I mean? Like, wow, what's this like having all these kind of weapons?
4: Because he's never had him before. His best tight end, I want to say, was he had Jimmy Graham for washed up Jimmy Graham yeah, for a I'm couple of say, seasons. Yeah, was it a, wasn't prime Jimmy right, Graham. No, not at but, all. But I'm sure they sold it to him like, hey, Aaron, we're bringing in Jimmy Graham.
2: Right. And I then, mean, he's yeah. never had he's never had big time weapons. You know, I mean, and even you know, Devonte Adams wasn't a first round pick. He was the guy that developed into who Devonte Adams is now. But he didn't have a ton of success with Devonte his first year. That's the thing about it. I mean these these guys are, are seasoned veterans, and the way that he can throw the ball and throw guys open, not just throw it to them when they're open, but throw them open. It's a different ball game, man. It's a different ball game. If, if Devonte had, let's just again, for S's and giggles, if Devonte had 1500 yards this year, what could he do with Aaron Rodgers behind center? What do you think?
4: It's funny you say that, Q, because I can pull up some numbers <laughs> <laughs> as I just did. Funny Let's say you ask that question. two seasons ago, he led the league in touchdowns, as he did this year as well, with 18. Didn't even have as many yards, but 115 catches, 1,300 yards, 18 touchdowns. The year after that, 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns, 123 receptions. I mean, it's so crazy to talk about Devontae Adams because. This year, obviously, the wins weren't there for the Raiders. Right. But you would think that Devontae also had a down year. Right. But you look at these numbers, and nope, still on pace, still made the all-pro team, team first-team all-pro, Yeah, where he was still incredible this season. But as you're saying, hey, but imagine how much better he could be if they bring in Aaron Rodgers next year.
2: I mean, just especially with the weapons that are there on the field and, you know, just – I would think that, that it would be improved. Uh, going back to the DolbyBroke.com text line at 69187, keyword RNR Vegas Pete said, Q, what happened to you liking Ziggler not reaching and having to go crazy? Well, if you're getting Aaron Rodgers, you're not reaching. Reaching and go crazy is going and grabbing a, a pick at number seven that is supposed to be a second-round pick or a late-round first-round pick or something like that or trading up to go get a guy. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And, I mean, I don't want him to give up a lot of Trade, if they if they were to trade for Aaron Rodgers, again, hypothetical. We're not saying it's going to happen, but just throwing it out there. If they were to do that, I wouldn't want them to give up a whole lot for them. You know, a, a, a number seven overall pick? Maybe, like Peter said, throw in, throw in Darren Waller. I don't think that's getting crazy. They gave a first and a second round pick for Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the Hall of Fame.
4: And then he's still playing at a high level where he still believes that he could be an MVP. I I know that people don't want to talk about the past too much, but hey, when's the last time that the Raiders had an MVP quarterback? I mean, a guy that's in that conversation. Yeah, (laughs) 20 years. I knew you knew it, but it's it's been 20 years. If you can get a guy who's that perennial MVP, he's always in those talks. Why would you not want to do that? Because – oh. So I don't care about Will Levis at this point. We haven't talked about anybody in the upcoming draft. Right. Because it's, man, the possibility of Aaron Rodgers sounds way better than Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud.
2: Right. Just, come on. I mean, and this is the thing about it. You know, why we're really discussing it in the detail that we're discussing it, somebody's got to be behind center in 2023. Right? And people have asked me, well, who do you want? And I haven't really said who I want because I really don't know. I mean, the options that are out there. I mean, think about it, Raider Nation. Again, I ask you, you can chime in at any time of the show. We don't have another guest till 4 o'clock. 702-365-9200. I mean, look at the options that are out there. TB12 is a possibility. Raider Nation didn't want him because of the tuck rule, because he's a patriot, because he's Tom Brady. Okay. so you, you cross, Oh, by the way, and he's old. All right, so you cross him off the list. Jimmy G. Didn't want, Raider Nation didn't want him because it's a lateral move and he's always injured. Okay, so cross him off the list. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with everything. You want to cross everybody off, cross them all off. But at some point, somebody's got to be the quarterback, right? Do you want a rookie as a quarterback? Probably not, you know, because it's going to take a little while to understand the system. Is Devontae Adams going to want to catch passes from a rookie? Probably not. Okay, so you cross a rookie off the list. Do you want Jarrett Stidham to be your, your starting quarterback? Maybe you do. It's a small sample size that we saw, two games. So is that who you want as your quarterback? Like, the point is, somebody has to play quarterback next year. At some point, the list is getting shorter and shorter and shorter of what the options are. Do you want Lamar Jackson? Let's just throw that out there for S's and giggles. Lamar Jackson is going to cost a lot of capital and cost a ton of money. And he might be injured a couple games of season, too. Just throwing that out there. So that's, that's why it's like, okay, when you're thinking about and talking about what are you going to do, And you start hearing about, okay, maybe the financials could work with Aaron Rodgers, who is younger than Tom Brady, who already has a relationship with your star wide receiver, who you've seen win a Super Bowl. You know that what he could do. You know he's a Hall of Famer. You know that there's weapons on the Raiders. You know that there's, you know, you you would assume that they're going to continue to address the offensive line. And maybe even... Step up the defense because we all know they need to step up the defense. So that's really why the conversation's even out there. 702 365 9200. Let's go out to the phone lines, talk to our friend Hardcore Raider. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man?
3: Hey, Q. How you doing, man?
2: Good. You sound tired. Are you all right?
3: Hey, so. No, I'm, I'm all right. I've just okay. uh, been pondering all this. So, okay. <laughs> all right. The, the, the Darren Waller thing is like we'd eat like 10 million like dead cap space which you know isn't great but Ooh, i mean that's okay. not nearly as much as uh the packers would eat you know if they uh you know did a trade or, or whatever i mean uh I, I it's hard for me to fathom that any team would be willing to eat uh what was it uh, your boy said 40 million is that right
2: yeah 40 million yeah it's yeah, a lot of money so
3: and then if we yeah and then if we got to pay him uh as far as Aaron Rodgers if, if we got to pay him like 50, 60 million, I just don't see, even with our draft picks, I just don't see how we can have anything left on the team, you know, to sign Jacobs, offensive line, defensive line, uh, linebacker. Like, that would pretty much be if we did it, okay, because I'm like, you know, I'm the kind of person where I'm always going to look at, like, try to look at everything and try to ask myself other questions. Like, if this happened, then this. So then I'm like, well, how's that going to affect us this year and then next year, okay? So, like, the pros and cons would be, the, the cons would be, like, we're probably getting anybody else in free agency. You know what I mean? So then mm-hmm. it's like, well, if we have a stud like Aaron Rodgers, are, are we gonna, as a, can we make the defense good enough without having any money to really spend? Now, I know we can maybe restructure some deals or whatever, and you know, then it's like, well, what's like 2024 going to look like? Are we going to have you know, any money you know, going into that? Now, I will say, with Devontae Adams and his contract, it's pretty much like we got Devontae Adams for two more years. Because yep. after two years, his contract jumps up to, like, $40 million a year.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
3: know if, if we're going to keep him. I hope we do. I love him. Uh, but, you know, there's potential that Devontae Adams won't be here once his contract is going to jump up to $40 million. So then it, like, leads me to believe, well, the Super Bowl's in Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. We're almost in a win-now mode with some of these guys in their contracts, you know. I do yeah. like Waller, but, you know, if it was, say, only a first-round pick – and Darren Waller, like, I would be, like, willing to want to entertain it um, as long as we can figure out a way. Like, I have a game plan for that defense because this defense is atrocious. I think he hit yep. an L on the head way, way early in the season just calling it like it was, which is we got to figure out a way to beef up this defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we don't give up the kitchen sink, now, if it's two first rounds, a second right. round, a third round, some crazy stuff, no, absolutely not. But if it was just one first round – Aaron Rodgers, and they could figure out a way. Maybe they can restructure his contract. I don't know. But then you backload it, and you're going to be stuck in a situation like the Buccaneers and the Saints are. They're in uh, cap pur- purgatory. They're like fifty yeah. million dollars over the cap. But so I don't want to do that to the Raiders, and that's kind of where the Rams are at now, where we could have short-term success, but it would affect us long-term. Mm-hmm. And I get it. If we win a Super Bowl, like you know, we'll be happy now. But you know, Ziegler has said he's always you know, and McDaniel's are looking at the long-term growth. Yeah. Uh, perspective for this team, but uh, I would love to win. Now uh, I, I'm just not sure if it would work out, you know. But if it's if we just give up just that, then I would say, yeah, entertaining. Let's let's see what the options are, you know.
2: Good stuff, good stuff. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Don't give up the kitchen sink. I mean, because again, you don't want to. Damage the future like the Rams are right now. The Rams are in a bad situation, so I, I like. I think you hit that on the head, uh, Peter Bukowski. And I and look, we're gonna have Michael Genitty from Spotrack on, Spotrack.com on on tomorrow to really break down the financials. But the way Peter was talking was that Aaron Rodgers' cap hit would be about fifteen million dollars, so there would still be wiggle room to be able to make things happen. So I know he might have a large salary, but his cap hit is what matters the most. So that's what he's saying. Again, we'll go to Michael Genetti tomorrow and have a little bit more deeper dive in and get some more resolution. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm just like you, Hardcore Raider. I think you said it perfectly. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy who likes to listen to all scenarios. Take them in. Whether we like them or not, I like to take them in and think about them. And there's not a whole lot of options out there, I think, that are real viable. Right? And, and Demond mentioned it. The Raiders are in a win-now win mode. Super Bowl's going to be in Vegas, I get it. They're in win-now mode, but you don't obviously want to damage the future. You said the same thing. Yeah, win-now mode, Devontae's contract. When he signed that contract, we all said this is about a three-year window for all these guys, right? So that would say, that would kind of line up with, okay, if you get Aaron Rodgers for maybe a couple years, you still have Devontae Adams for at least a couple years. If those years go by and they don't get it done, then I can see them tearing it down to the, the, the nuts and bolts and saying, all right, Reset. And then you have a full-blown, well, reset. And and I know Raider Nation is not a big fan of that. Let's go to uh, Jim in Henderson. Jim and Hendo, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Yeah,
0: how you doing? Uh, I I just got a hypothetical uh, scenario for you. I mean, throw throw away, let's say, all the contracts and the trades, you know, picks Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But, I mean, let's just say between those two guys, Brady and – Rogers seems like you're all hyped up about Rodgers today but I mean who would you guys like if you had an even choice to choose in between say both of them wanted to come here
2: um I think I for me personally I think I'd be a bigger fan of Rodgers Brady would make more sense for the team only because they wouldn't have to trade for him they would they would only have to uh sign him as a free agent but I think that I would be a bigger fan of Rodgers just because he's younger not a lot younger but he's a little younger and you know what he could do that would be that would be me so th- thank you for that, I appreciate you Jim uh, we got a couple more calls we'll get to on the other side 345 is the time 702-365-9200 don't forget BJ Wehmer, NFL Business Connect she'll join us at 4 o'clock this is Raider Nation Radio 920
1: It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio
2: Got a bunch of Raider Nation sitting on hold right now. We're going to try to hustle through some calls, 702-365-9200. Let's start off with Stove. Welcome to the show, Stove. What's on your mind?
0: What's up, Q? You're, you're a Green Bay, your Green Bay guest blew my mind. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I always have an opinion, <laughs> but but I'm going to push my opinion to the side for a moment because You know, we are all fans, and we all want to fire Josh McDaniels after third down, and we want to fire Dave Ziegler after the fourth round. We want to do all that. But just imagine you're in that situation, and you have a franchise-changing decision in front of you. I am in complete agreement that we should have got rid of Derek Carr. But do you roll the dice on Stidham? Do you sign Tom Brady? Do you draft a rookie at seven? Do you go after Jimmy G because he knows the system? Do you take Baker Mayfield because, because maybe he can step in at a cheaper price? Now, do you trade for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, you know, again, you want, you want to ask my opinion, you want to give your opinion, we're all going to have them, right? Yep. But at, but at the end of the day, there are, we'll say, we'll say a couple people, right? Ziegler, McDaniels, whoever else, Mark Davis. They're going to have to make a decision on this. My first reaction. Giving up the number seven, uh, I'm on, I'm on DeMond's school of, of uh, Darren Waller doesn't mean as much to me as he used to, but, <laughs> but giving up the number seven is, is something that made me go, whoa, 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 whoa. Unfortunately, we earned that number seven. <laughs> you know, it was a miserable year, and I hope we're never back there again, Right. But, but you know, to give away the number seven for an old quarterback, could be a great quarterback. My argument against Aaron Rodgers is always the same thing. He is an absolute Hall of Famer, all-time great. He has played in one Super Bowl. Yep. One. Yep. One. I, and I've I, I played in zero Super Bowls, so he's right. better than me. Right. But he's played in one Super Bowl. A uh, wh- wh- couple more things. Um, when Brady went to Tampa, he attracted players and brought them down there. Certainly after they won, he mm-hmm. kept that whole team together for another run. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to do that. And, you know, our guy's going to come to Vegas to play with Tom Brady at age 45. Maybe it's not the same thing. But but Brady is a starter. Spid is a backup. And maybe draft. Uh, I'm kind of getting excited about Henning Hooker later in the round. Okay. That feels good. But unfortunately for us, free agency in the draft is our Super Bowl yet again. So uh, we'll see where it goes. But, uh, this is going to make for some great radio, and I wish you
2: the best. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Good call. That was a great call. Fantastic. I love how you broke it down, man, and, and that's what we're here for, right? I mean, at the end of the day, DeMond's not making the final call. I'm glad I'm not making the final call. Stove ain't making the final call. That's on Dave Ziegler. That's on Champ uh, Kelly. That's on Joshua Daniels. That's on Mark Davis. They're in a much better position than any of us are, but it's worth scatter shooting. It's worth having you know the water cooler conversation about, and that's what we do here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Passionate Raider, you're up next, my man. What's on your mind?
5: What's up, man? What's up, Q? What's up, Demond? Man, that was a great call just before, man. You know, my lucky number is seven, man. Anytime I've had something to do with seven, it always turns out into something good, man. So I I do not want to see the Raiders give up any draft capital for any quarterback right now. If there's draft capital involved, we can't afford to give up draft capital. First round, next year, next year, no. There's no one really worth it. Aaron, Aaron's a little moody for me. I mean, drop, keep keeping Sitem drafting a backup, and you know I've said it, not Tom, but I mean, if that had to come down to it where well, we could have Tom Sitem and maybe a head and hooker or somewhere down the line, you know, I'm good with that, cue. but please, man, we cannot okay. give up any draft picks, man. And, and I just want to say one more thing, man. With a heavy heart, I lost my cousin last night to alcoholism, man. Faka killed him. He couldn't overcome the demon that was inside of Q. And he was a diehard Raider fan, man. Oh, we grew up together being Raider fans from my Uncle Paul and my dad. And all we wanted to see was the Super Bowl, man. And, and the last time I was around him was August 1st when he came down to visit. And I got to call the JT show. And he thought that was the coolest thing in the world. So I could call into the radio and talk, man. And I'm just broken today, Q, because I... I wish I could have done a little bit more to reach out to help him, man. And, and now he's just gone and not suffering no more, but it was just a horrible the way it happened, man. And I don't even want to go into detail, but it's horrible, man. So, so you know, Raider Nation said a big, big, a big prayer for Justin Halverson. We called him five. Raider Nation for life, but let's go get Super Bowl this year. Come on, let's go. Let's
2: there he go. goes. Passion Raider, thank you for the call, my man, and I'm so sorry for your loss. That sucks. Oh, it really does, man. I hate that. I hate that a lot. So, uh, we feel your pain, my man. And, you know, tragedy is, is awful. But, uh, appreciate your call, no doubt. Uh, let's get one more in before we get to the top of the hour. Mitch in New Jersey, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, you. hey man. I, I, I don't want to give up that assets.
6: It's their money. I don't care. Okay. Um, there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming next two years. And I think we should tank. We can trade out. We, we trade assets to get on the, uh, the top. Uh. Non, non. You know the the lottery. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
6: You know what I'm saying. The top. Yeah, ten, top right? ten. I don't give up for some. I don't give up good uh, assets for for Rogers. Okay. No thanks. Uh, he has no leeway. I don't think he has a lot of leeway. Okay. I mean the Packers. You know we, we and we better uh, sign Josh uh, Jacobs. Is Devontae a free agent too, or he's good for three years? No, he's good for at least three years. Okay, then we're good, but they better keep Josh Jacobs, especially if you plan on having uh, Aaron Rodgers. Sometimes he looks like he's going to run on to his tippy-toes, you know. It'll be easier just to have Brady for one year and keep our uh, first-round picks and okay. try it for the future. Especially, uh, dude. I mean, I'm not saying we're not going to be bad. to like get Kyle Williams or C.J. Stroud. And then the, the quarterback from North Carolina, a lot of good quarterbacks. It's amazing. At okay. West, you, you are so up. You see all these uh, – they're getting scholarships to sophomores, freshmen in high school. It's a big business out there. I'm stuck in, in the East Coast. Anyway, it's good. Have a
2: nice one, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you. So no, no giving up any capital for Aaron Rodgers. Rather sign Brady as a free agent. And, you know, that's the difference. You know, one's a free agent and one's uh, a guy that you'd have to trade for. So that's something that you have to consider, right? And, and ideally that the Raiders are never in that number seven position again or in the top ten again. You know, so maybe it makes more sense to stay there and get, you know, the best player available right there. Or if you're having an opportunity to go get your quarterback that you think is the future, go get him right there. Or unless you think you can get one later on in the draft. I mean, there's so many different elements and so many different sides of this story. It all depends on, you know, I guess what flavor Kool-Aid you want. That's the, I mean, that's really basically what it boils down to. What flavor Kool-Aid do you want? Do you think that you can roll with a cat, a young, an older cat right now, have Stidham, and maybe draft a guy and let him sit and be in a good position? That's the ultimate question. So uh, we'll get back to more of your calls and get some more of your texts and your feedback at uh, 702-365-9200. Also, the com text line 69187, keyword R&R. Also, again, man, one big shout-out to uh, Passionate Raider. Uh, definitely appreciate you sharing sharing your thoughts with us, man. And, and again, sorry so much uh, for your loss. When we come back and kick off hour number three of the show, BJ Wamer, NFL Business Connect. She'll join the show. This is Raiders Radio 920.